Welcome to Making Connections, a WMMT series on diversifying our future. As coal country looks for a new path forward, some communities are looking to their public schools. Many are changing not just how they prepare students, but how they can help meet economic and social challenges. In our new series, Changing Course, reporters at the Ohio Valley Resource track the work of a Kentucky school cooperative. As Jeff Young reports, the schools there have an ambitious goal to help communities reinvent themselves. Betsy Lane High School is in Stanville, Kentucky, population 206. Students there produce a program called the Bobcat Banter. Usually they talk sports or student life, but early last year, Bobcat Banter had some special guests. Have you ever wondered what kind of cereal Bill Gates prefers? Have you ever wondered if Melinda Gates can dance the whip in the nine-nine? We'll find out the answers to those That's right. questions. The world's richest man, Bill Gates, and his partner in life and philanthropy, Melinda, dropped in for a chat. Give you questions. So why or how did you come to Batesy Lane High School? Now, you might expect the Gateses had come to see coal country problems or failings of small town schools. Nope. They were there to see how other schools could achieve what Betsy Lane has. If I could lift Betsy Lane up and make every high school around the nation do what's going on inside this building, we would get there. The Gateses and later Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg visited Eastern Kentucky to see the schools participating in the Kentucky Valley Educational Cooperative. The 22 school districts in the cooperative serve some of the most rural, rugged country in Appalachia, towns and counties struggling with some of the country's most profound economic and public health problems. But by working together, these schools have found ways to innovate in classrooms. We were getting to work with programs, we are getting to work with technology. I'm in ninth grade and we're building a 3D drone. Other groups are working with robots. We're printing like, all the different parts to a drone and we're going to get it to fly. We have 3D printing going on. We have everything in this class and it's just really awesome. Schools in the cooperative emphasize personalized learning, team projects, and an entrepreneurial attitude. They also work to connect people with health care and maybe help the region find a new path forward. We are really ambitious. That's the cooperative's executive director, Jeff Hawkins. What we believe is that our K-12 communities can serve as catalytic drivers to reinvent the communities where we live. How can schools help communities reinvent themselves? Resource reporters Mary Meehan and Benny Becker spent months visiting with students, teachers, and administrators to learn more. First, here's Benny. Desi Bowling is the associate director for the cooperative, but before she took that role, she was a teacher for 28 years. There's one excuse, she says, she heard a lot when she was teaching. I would have kids say that they didn't need to get an education because they could go into the coal mines and make more money than what I was making. It's a line of reasoning I've also heard a lot in my reporting. Take Mackie Branham Jr. He worked underground for 19 years, before he was forced to stop working because he'd contracted the most severe form of black lung disease. I come straight out of school, turned down full scholarship to go to college because I know I go straight in and make good money because I wanted to start my own family. Bowling says the region's loss of coal jobs has had a big impact on the community's sense of what's possible. People may have lost hope because they thought that there was nothing else that they could do, but I think our funding from the Race to the Top grant has enabled us to really showcase that there are opportunities out there. 
In 2013, the Kentucky Valley Educational Cooperative was awarded a $30 million federal grant to go toward personalized education and career readiness work. A large part of the funding has been regranted to teachers and students in the cooperative schools. Students across Eastern Kentucky have been inventing new products, building and racing drones, coding software, and a whole lot more. I spoke to ninth graders in a hands-on technology class at Belfry High School in Pike County, and they told me they felt empowered to define their own future. People would be surprised by this from what their stereotype for people around here is. Literally, we're proving their stereotype wrong. I'm Mary Meehan in Hazard, Kentucky, where Sandy Hogg leads the cooperative's health programs. Kids can't learn if they can't concentrate or are sick, and Eastern Kentucky leads the nation in rates of diabetes and childhood obesity. Hogg says the cooperative uses school-based clinics to treat the whole child. We had mental health and, you know, physical health, and we do uh, physical exercise. We have programs all throughout our district. The kids are exercising so many minutes a day. Local health providers work with school districts, starting with the clinic in Letcher County. The cooperative now serves 40,000 students and about 2,000 staff. Eight districts also have telehealth clinics. But Hogg says connecting kids with care can be a challenge. Well, the biggest challenge I think that we have is the terrain that we live in. So therefore, we saw the, the, the problem that our children weren't able to get to the doctors like they should. Hogg calls the terrain treacherous, but many also lacked reliable cars. A night clinic had to be halted because of safety concerns. A family of five, two adults, and three children drove to the clinic on a single four-wheeler. Plus, for struggling families, the cost of a single tank of gas can sometimes be out of reach. And they just, they just can't. They don't have that money. But Hogg says the opioid epidemic carries over into the classroom. In some of our districts, 50%, and this is astounding, of our children are being raised by their grandparents or someone other than their parents. We have a terrible problem with opioid use and we need to find a solution. Over the coming months, Mary and Benny will report for us on how the school cooperative can help Appalachia's coal country change course. Chuck Fluarty directs the Rural Policy Research Institute at the University of Iowa. He's worked with communities dealing with big economic change. Fluarty says eastern Kentucky's situation is among the toughest. This is occurring in one of the most challenged regions in our nation. It's not just the high unemployment from the loss of coal jobs. Consider a few other statistics. The region has some of the country's highest overdose death rates. And in some of the counties the school systems serve, life expectancy is years shorter than the national average. But Fluarty, who has worked with the Kentucky Valley Cooperative, is optimistic. It's actually a revolution in how the schools in that region view their role. And it's about building total human and social capital, recognizing the school is at the center because the kids all come there every day. For the Ohio Valley Resource, I'm Jeff Young in Louisville. Making Connections is brought to you by WMMT Mountain Community Radio. Find out more at makingconnectionsnews.org.